At MasterCard, we believe that women-owned small businesses are uniquely inspiring. They're pillars of the community and have a measurable impact on the people within them. It's their secret sauce. We are deeply committed to helping address the daily challenges of all Canadian small businesses by putting our technology, cybersecurity solutions, digital resources, and partnerships to work for you every day. Discover them today at mastercard.ca forward slash small business. MasterCard, start something priceless. At Scotiabank, we know how important thriving businesses are for the strength of our economy. Our team of experienced advisors across the country can provide you with tailored advice, leading products, and valuable resources to help achieve all your financial goals. We're here for every future. Let's get started today. Visit us at scotiabank.com slash smallbusiness. Welcome to the Startup Canada podcast, where we talk to Canada's most innovative and entrepreneurial leaders and changemakers. I'm your host, Rick Spence, and as a business journalist, editor, and entrepreneur, I've learned what makes Canadian startups special, successful, and scalable. Join me every Tuesday at 10 a.m. ET to hear new stories of Canadian entrepreneurs and learn about the moments that mattered most on their journeys. The Startup Canada podcast is a production of Startup Canada. Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcasts. Entrepreneurs from coast to coast to coast, welcome to the Startup Canada podcast. On the show today, we're thrilled to have both Pradeep Sangha and Ryan Benoit on the show. Pradeep Sangha is a business and personal advisor to top CEOs and entrepreneurs around the world. He's considered a top authority in business and personal performance enhancement as he shares his expertise as the co-host of the web TV show, Mind Your Own Business. Ryan Benoit is owner of Positive Incentive, a clothing brand in Sudbury, Ontario, that he created to help people be more positive and gain a new perspective on life. The mission of Positive Inception is to remind people about all the amazing things in life. Welcome to the show, Pradeep and Ryan. Hey, Rick. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Delighted thank to you have so much you for here. having us. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you for being here. Uh, we're delighted to have you both. The way we usually start off a conversation on the Startup Canada podcast is to ask each of you to give us briefly, um, what's the top piece of advice that you hope our listeners will take away from this conversation today? Pretty why don't you go first? Sure. Yeah, I think the topic of conversation is really around mental health, and we, we see that quite often. And I think especially with the last couple of years <laughs> where we've experienced the, the lockdown and COVID and people being isolated and away from social relationships, we're seeing a, a greater trend in some of these challenges. It's real. I think we were prepping for this anyways because of our use of technology and, and the way society has changed significantly. But uh, for from our studies and work that we've done and working with high level professionals who do experience mental health challenges as well, probably at the same level, if not more than the average regular person, is that a lot of it we believe and from our studies is based on the behavior of the individuals. I know that there's a scientific aspect of it. There's a neurobiological, there's a genetic aspect as well. So I don't want to discount that. But what I want to suggest <clears throat> is for the, the listeners out there is that if you are facing some kind of mental health challenge, there are ways to actually overcome that. that that's based on real routines, science, behavioral aspects that you may need to change in your life to overcome the mental health challenges that you have. But it is doable. I've seen many people overcome it, and it's not the end of the road. There's a lot of hope at the end of the tunnel, and I think that if you use a systematic approach, that you can actually get past it. Fantastic. Thank, thank you, Pradeep. Ryan, what do you hope people will take away from Yeah, Pradeep, that was awesome. Uh, but for me, when I when I kind of thought about this, is with the whole brand, uh, the positive inception, I just wanted to kind of create something to allow people to be a little more positive and trying to make the world a better place. And I think with mental health, I think it kind of goes hand in hand to have a positive perspective, and 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 no matter no matter what is going on in life, you have to always see the glass half full instead of half empty. And um, there, there's always there's always um, there's always a positive in every single situation. And sometimes things don't happen the way we want it to happen, but sometimes the things that don't happen are are the best things. It, it brings you on a different path and brings you on a different journey. And 
I think everyone has their own journey and, and their own life experiences. And it, I think it's about kind of embracing who you are and being, being positive and being exactly who you are. And if uh, it, it, it sometimes, uh, I think just, just being who you are is, uh, that's what makes people unique and special. And I think that's what we got to embrace and, and keep moving forward in a positive way. Fantastic. Some of our listeners might be wondering why these two guys, but you guys have worked together before. And, and and I'm wondering if you can tell us a little bit about that experience and how you met. Sure, maybe I can start. So there's a brand new show out on AMI-TV called Mind Your Own Business, which I w- had the privilege of, of being the co-host for or on. And uh, we, Ryan and I met through there. He was one of the entrepreneurs that was uh, basically on, on the TV show talking about his business. The, the concept of the show is that we work with entrepreneurs. There's eight episodes in 2022, and each entrepreneur has a business challenge, but also an accessibility challenge. And Ryan's episode aired back in July, and uh, it was pretty awesome. That's why I actually love Ryan, because Ryan has such an awesome attitude. When I first met Ryan, and the, our first interaction was actually online. It was through Zoom, because at that time, there was... COVID was still pretty rampant, Mm -hmm. but I could feel his energy right away. And so what he just talked about in terms of having a positive attitude, he lives, eats and breathes that. It's pretty amazing. Um, When we went to visit him in Sudbury, he's like a rock star there. People have his branded clothing on. uh, They're in the malls or places that I just saw. I went to a restaurant and saw his sweatshirt. Someone, Someone was wearing it. It's pretty amazing to see the positivity that, excuse me, Ryan, that you spread out to people. So I, I truly believe that, you know, when we talk about mental health, when we talk about those challenges, here's a person that is a prime individual that can actually talk about this. So I'm so glad to have met Ryan. Um, I feel privileged. And I talk about that to my mm-hmm. wife all the time. And my wife, when she, when she saw Ryan's episode, she was like, wow, this guy has such a great vibe and aura to him. Uh, it was pretty amazing. Great. Let, let's get to know Ryan a little bit better. Tell us about the founding of Positive Inception and why did you choose clothing and, and apparel as your avenue for change? Um, yeah, I, I, uh, when I started the brand, I was a third year university student. I did sports administration at Laurentian. Um, and and uh, it was kind of like a, a hobby at first. I always loved fashion and I always loved business. Um, sports administration, you get a business degree, but it was like the business side of sports. And uh, I, like I said, I always loved business and, and fashion. So I kind of put the two and two together and, um, I just wanted to kind of create something to allow people to <laughs> to be positive, and uh, everyone wears clothes, and I thought that would be a good good avenue for it. And um, I just wanted to uh, kind of create something to allow people to be comfortable in their own skin and be who they are, and kind of help people realize their full potential, uh, and 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 uh, and to never give up, and to persevere, and to dream big, and to work hard, and no matter what your limitations are, you can achieve anything. You just got to believe in yourself, believe in your abilities. And that was the kind of the whole idea behind the brand. And when I, when I started, it was just something really, really small. I started with four types of shirts. Um, and then I just reinvested into the brand. I would sell it at school or different events around the city or with the online store. And it just kind of grew from there. And, uh, and yeah, it kind of seems like a blur because it seems so long ago, probably six years ago now. Um, but, but yeah, <clears throat> when I graduated, uh, university, I, I had a kiosk in the, in the new, new Sudbury shopping center for about five, six months. And then I signed a lease, uh, for a brick and mortar store where I am now. So, uh, yeah, it, that's kind of the, the whole idea. I guess I just wanted to have a positive spin and, and, and create something that, that was unique and something that could be relatable to, to everyone. Right. And, um, with, with the brand. I have like baby onesies and then I have people that are 80, 90 years old that come into the store and, and buy a shirt or sweater. And it's pretty cool to see that demographic and to see, um, for me, I try to kind of promote the brand as it's not just clothing. It's a lifestyle. It's a way to think. It's a way to act and try to live your life to the best of your abilities and be exactly who you, who you are and try to live the best version of yourself every single day. And, that was kind of the whole idea and why I wanted to start it. Can you describe your your collection uh, to me? I mean, it's it's colorful, it's casual, it's fun, it's 
it, 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 it's bright. I don't, but I lack the words to describe <laughs> what it, what, what it, what, what it, what it's like. Yeah, I, I guess, I guess it's like the collection. There's a bunch of different collections within the brand, but in general, I think it's just streetwear, everyday clothes that anyone can wear, right? Like, like I previously mentioned, it can be babies up to uh, the elderly as well, and everyone in between. Uh, I think there's something for everyone, and <clears throat> every time like a family comes in. Uh, there's there's something for for everyone, which is pretty pretty special. But I I like to have motivational sayings on the clothing as well, and um, some of them, for example, like dream big, work harder, or uh, work hard, have fun, make history. That's probably one of my favorite ones. Or uh, <clears throat> and then we have a charity component as well with the brand. We have a charity collection, and the proceeds go um, to to charity. We we work with all the Alzheimer's Society, Northern Cancer Foundation, ALS. Um, uh, Easter seals. We got a bunch of different ones, so um, that's that's really really special to me as well. But um, a lot of them has motivational uh, sayings, and I think just uh, when you see the word positive, I think it just when people see the logo and stuff, it, it allows you to. Um, people have told me before that when they see the logo, like it, it, it changes uh, their perspective, right, and then changes their their way of thinking, and kind of <clears throat> allows them to to have a positive mindset and. And, and I get messages all the time saying, like, when I wear your clothes or uh, I was having a bad day and when I put your sweater on, it made me feel better or um, different things like that. So I think it's more of trying to have that positive impact and, and trying to, to see where it kind of goes. And, like, the inception, too, it, it means, like, the start at the beginning of something. So whenever you want to start something or do something new, you always got to be positive and have positive thoughts. And that that's kind of the whole idea behind it. And, and, and my goal with the when when you wear the clothes when you put it on I um, I just want you to I just want people to feel good and 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 be comfortable yeah in their own skin and where can one buy your products obviously at the positive inception store.com but is it available at retail anywhere um yeah we the only retail location we have at the moment is just in, in Sudbury um and uh, and we have a store uh in Sudbury at 1212 LaSalle um yeah, and then the online store as well. Pradeep, tell us a little bit about being an advisor to entrepreneurs and leaders worldwide. How'd you get into that? <laughs> well, where do I start? Um, I, I think it was a, a path that was actually chosen for me. I, I, I grew up uh, with immigrant parents. They immigrated here from India in the early 70s, and they just knew how to work hard. And uh, they they did everything for my brother and I basically to survive, build a life, and they eventually became business owners. Um, but one of the things that I noticed uh, growing up was that my dad, in particular, gave everything for us as a family, and as a result, I believe that he wasn't completely fulfilled. And he struggled with alcoholism. And as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, I saw the challenges that he faced and how it impacted our family. So long story short, the, the mission that drives me as an advisor is what if my parents had had a professional advisor by their side to help them, give them some real insight in terms of how to make their business a little bit more successful, how to make their lives a little bit more successful so they wouldn't have had to struggle as much. And so that's our our. our ultimate vision here at the firm that we have is to help people be successful in business because we know that there's a direct correlation because if people are more successful in the business, they'll have the time. As an entrepreneur, they'll have the time to have better relationships with their spouses. They'll have more time as a parent to spend with their kids. And that's ultimately what we want um, to help is to have healthier families. And essentially a big component of that is the business side. So we help business owners grow their business and and do all that fun stuff with business. And that's how uh, Ryan and I met. But we also help on the personal side. We help entrepreneurs structure their businesses and their lives so that they're able to balance them more effectively and be more in harmony than actually just one-sided. Because what we find is a lot of entrepreneurs end up just working so hard that they don't have a personal life. Their relationships struggle or their their family life struggles. And we're here to help them have it all pretty much be successful in all areas of their life. That's a big challenge. So tell us, tell me what's the success story that you like to tell clients about? Who have you 
helped get on the right path? Who have you helped to find balance in their work and personal lives? Oh, wow. Yeah, we have a ton of success stories. We work with a lot of CEOs. We work with a lot of entrepreneurs as well. Uh, I, actually, 90% of our clientele, our clients are, are men. They're either CEOs of large corporations or they have their own businesses. Um, but I'll give you one particular example is one gentleman was basically a, a top CEO, uh, led this very successful company, but he just wasn't able to spend as much time with his wife and kids. Like he was working so hard to make this business successful. And we just took him through a specific process. And in the course of 12 months, not only did his business grow, the business that he was leading, but he actually was able to spend more time with his family, his relationship, his marriage actually got a lot better. They were actually on the verge of divorce when we were actually started to work together, um, just hanging on by threads. He did what he could to stay in the relationship. He was also afraid of losing his children. But at the end of it, uh, I would like to say this was a great story because he, he changed his behavior. He changed how he had to operate because he had to be more present with his wife. He had to be more present with his kids. And he truly realized that the life that he was living, and I think this goes back to what Ryan is talking about, is having this positive mindset. A lot of us go through life living um, this life that we think is healthy and happy, but it's actually not. It's a life that other people want us to live or how we think other people want us to live, whether it's status or, or money or whatever that might be. And when he was less clouded by all of that external pressure, he was actually a lot happier with himself as well. And a long story short, he actually left this company to work for a smaller company and actually have more time with his, his family. He was making a little bit less in terms of his salary and his income, but he was that much happier, that much more successful in his family. He found his groove. That's fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And Pradeep, tell us a little bit about Mind Your Own Business. That's it's awesome. a business show, but with a difference. Yeah, I think this this is, uh, when I came across this concept and I was asked to be one of the co-hosts, I, um, I was totally enthusiastic. I love helping entrepreneurs, but here's the spin with Mind Your Own Business. It's not like your typical entrepreneurial show. Each individual on the show has a significant accessibility challenge. So not only do they have the challenge of being an entrepreneur, which is a, a, a challenge on its own, right? The average entrepreneur trying to run a business has enough challenges. That's but these individuals, yeah, but these individuals have other challenges, real life challenges, such as blindness or other challenges. And I don't want to speak for Ryan, but um, everybody is dealing with something that is a lot more significant than what the average entrepreneur has and their fortitude their positivity this is what really i'm so thankful for being part of this show because my perception of two things has changed significantly a the entrepreneurial world because i i look at things i've worked with a lot of entrepreneurs but now i see what true guts is really about each one of these entrepreneurs has real fortitude and resilience and drive to be successful. The other thing that I realized and I learned personally was the accessibility challenges that a lot of people face. I did not realize how challenging it is for them in terms of getting access to just the regular everyday stuff that we take for granted, such as material to learn things. We, there's individuals out there who are blind that just don't have the same opportunities to learn because the material is not there for them in other formats where they can consume it. So that's why I believe this show is so amazing because it raises awareness. A, the stories are awesome. I, I think if people watch the show, they are gonna be completely and truly inspired. But B, it raises awareness for the challenges. I think we, as, especially citizens of Canada, have a moral duty to make these types of issues um, brought to light and help other people that need the help and may not be able to get the help that they need. As you guys know, through November, we're talking to entrepreneurs about mental health and acknowledgement of Mental Health Awareness Month in November, 2022. Sometimes finding folks to speak about mental health is difficult if they choose, you know, not, not to make it known. But uh, uh, Ryan, you, I think you've been pretty open about your, issue, your issues. You've created this fabulous, clothing brand. It's the pride of Sudbury. But tell us about what you've had to overcome in your personal and medical history to get here. Um, yeah, when when I was born, I was born with cerebral palsy. Um, but I, I, uh, I, I've been very, very lucky that I've had 
a really, really good support system of family and friends to, to kind of help me along the way. Um, I have daily challenges all the time. Uh, like I use a mo uh, an electric wheelchair for mobility and different things like that. But um, I, I go to the gym every single day as well. And I try to get better and better every single day. I think uh, one, one of the quotes that I love the most is, don't complain about something that you have the ability to change. And I think that's the reason why I go to the gym every day is just to try to get better and stronger, more mobile, independent, different things like that. But um, I, I, I never try to feel sorry for myself or or, 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 um, or different things like that because I know I can be a lot worse. And I'm, I'm grateful to be how I am and, and who I am because it made me who I am today, I think. And um, it gave me a different perspective to never give up and to persevere and um, a, a lot of a lot of what is in the brand too is my own experiences with dealing with challenges and, and um, sometimes when, when you fall you just got to get back up and you got to keep going and um, sometimes it's harder than most people to do things but there's always a different way to do things there's always a different way to accomplish uh, a certain task and um, the way I get dressed is probably different between you and the way Pradeep get dressed but there's always different ways to do things and and and, and I think it, um, for me I just learned to kind of embrace who I am everyone is different and unique in their own way and I think if everyone was the same life would be boring right and I think everyone brings that that certain aspect everyone has their own strengths and weaknesses and I think sometimes your weaknesses uh, are your strengths or, or what makes you different and and how you can relate to other people as well and I think if you have that perspective on things and, and 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 have that perspective of no matter if you're different, it doesn't matter. You can still do whatever you want. You just got to believe in yourself and surround yourself with the best people possible. And I think that's what has kind of helped me to get to where I am today. As someone who is now on his 330th excuse of the year for not going out to the gym or getting fit, I, I'm in awe and <laughs> I don't want to compete with you in business. I don't want to be trite and suggest that a disability can be a superpower, but do you think that, you know, in, in bringing your whole self to work, as we all try to do all the time, that, 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 that you've been able to make uh, your issues work for you and, 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 and has it made you stronger? Cause it sure sounds like it. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I wouldn't say it's a superpower per se, but I definitely think that, it made me who I am today, and I think I, I wouldn't be where I am today without it. I think um, there's always it taught me to persevere and uh, not not to, not to feel down about myself. And yeah, it's harder than like I previously mentioned. Sometimes it's harder to do things, um, but but you just got to keep trying. And 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 sometimes uh, like. If you kind of think about it in baseball, like you, 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 you like sometimes you strike out, but you got to keep trying, and eventually you'll hit a home run, right? And sometimes good things take time, and I think it's all about patience, and and, and I think putting in the time and effort, and into doing something. I think what what I kind of think about it, my mind is not disabled, and my heart's not disabled. I can do whatever I want. I just gotta. And this is the body that I have. And that's totally okay. I have a body to be able to do what I want to do. And I think if you if 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 I have the work ethic, that it won't stop me to do what I what I want to achieve. And 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 if I do need help, I I know I can ask for help. And there's there's nothing wrong with that either. And Ryan, just tell me a little bit about your experience on the Mind Your Own Business show. Um, you got a bunch of smart business thinkers focusing on your story and, and, and your issues and giving you some advice. Um, how, was, how was that experience for you? Yeah, it was absolutely awesome, I think. Um, dealing with the producers um, and, and Pradeep as well. And it, it, was, it was really cool to have like a day in the life. And um, when, with their episode, they were able to come to my parents' house and, and have my parents involved as well. And we went to uh, the hockey rink where... Uh, all my all my buddies play hockey, and uh, and I sponsor the team every year. So it was cool to have them involved as well, and and just um, see what I kind of go through on a day to day basis. Um, it, it was definitely under different circumstances because uh, there was um, a fire uh, in her building a, a a few months back in in February, and 
uh, when the show kind of aired, it was kind of in the midst of all that, but, but it all worked out and we made the most of it and the producers and everyone involved did an amazing job. So it went really, really well. And was there anything, well, any, you know, bit of advice or learning that you gained in that program that, that has stuck with you? Something that's, uh, you know, uh, uh, influenced your business for the better? Um, I, I think, I think a little bit of everyone, I think everyone had their own skills and abilities and, 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 and seeing how hard, uh, like Pradeep worked and, and the producers work and see how, like, just to get to know them on more of a personal level to see, uh, like how, how hard they've, they've come. I get inspiration with that. I get inspiration to seeing where, like, like other people's businesses and, and what they do and what, how, how much work they put into it and to see how, how they interact with others and, um, I think the whole experience overall, um, and surrounding yourself with with like-minded people, um, I think I think that uh, that was kind of the best part, and that's what I've I've learned the most is just to kind of keep going and and keep helping one another to kind of elevate others as well. I think that's what the show show was all about. Yeah. And that's a really interesting answer that you just gave us because it suggests that the way to build your business uh, to be a more successful leader is not through hacks not through you know random advice or something but through a network uh being able to to get to know mm. professional people and other leaders learning from them sharing with them modeling them uh, and having them on speed dial if you need them yeah absolutely rick i think on that on that note um especially when we're talking about the topic that we have right now mental health entrepreneurship the people that you surround yourself with are absolutely critical um and, and you know, one of the suggestions I always have to people or one of the things that we take a look at when we're working with someone is who do you surround yourself by? Who are the who are the people in your family? Who are your friends? Um, are they positive influences like Ryan talked about? Because if you have a bunch of negative people around you, it's hard to be positive, uh, especially in entrepreneurship. So to be a successful entrepreneur also requires you to be around other successful entrepreneurs who have a positive attitude and, and are willing to help and, and be there to support you. I think that of all the things that I've seen people um, allow them to be successful, that is the key factor that I've seen consistently over and over again. Yeah, exactly. You, you, your, your network is you and the network can have all the superpowers in it uh, that you need. Pretty, tell us a little bit more about your practice. You mentioned earlier that most of your clients are men and men generally have the, the, the biggest problem talking about mental health, uh, you know, asking for help is, is the old cliche. Um, there's a price to entrepreneurship. There are sacrifices to be made. There are choices to be made. There are long, difficult moments late at night where you question <laughs> your sanity, your choices and everything else. Um, but men aren't used to asking for help. Uh, so I'm just wondering if you can comment on it as far as your business goes. Um, how easy is it for people to come to you and say, you know what, my business needs help, but, but I need help as well. Yeah, that's a really interesting one, Rick, because all my colleagues, so uh, we do a lot of business in Canada, we do a lot of business in the US and overseas, all, a lot of my clients work with both men and women, actually, they work with probably more women than men. Uh, and I chose specifically to work with men because a there was a need there um, to create a safe and a supportive environment for men. So we have collaborative groups, we have masterminds for men, because I saw that a lot of men, unlike women, just don't reach out to other men, like especially if they're in a group with other men, they don't want to seem vulnerable. So it makes our job actually that much more interesting. I'm not going to say that it's tougher, but it's interesting because a lot of guys don't come to us and say, hey, look, we're struggling as individuals. 90% of the time they come to us and say, we want to do better in business. We want to do better and grow our business or grow our income or whatever that might be. And as a result, that opens up the door to some of these other conversations such as, hey, look, well, tell me about your marriage. Hey, look, tell me about your health. Tell me about how you're feeling. Are you, are you fulfilled in life? Okay, do you wake up with energy and do you feel driven? Are you motivated? How much energy do you have? All these kinds of things that a lot of guys put on the back burner because they're so driven towards having success in their business or in their career. 
I've got so, to ask you, do, do you get resistance when you ask a question like that? Do they, do they say, what's that got to do with it? Um, I think to a certain degree, it will, if we haven't filtered our, so we're very picky in terms of who we work with. Um, so the answer is yes, we do. Um, but we also find that if individuals are that closed off and they're not open to sharing that type of information, that it's going to be very difficult for us to help them get results. So I a lot of suggesting time. that they might be opposed to going there, but just surprised because I think we compartmentalize a lot. Yeah, and they are surprised, but a lot of times you'll be uh, like, I think the average person would be surprised to hear this, but a lot of men will open up if they're in the right environment. And so we don't get a lot of resistance for men to share that. They might be surprised at first, but they are actually eager to share that information, Rick, because no one may have asked that question before. So they, they think, but now this is a release for them because they get to share information, they get to share their feelings and and they've never done that before. Yeah, We have so many men share things with us that they've never shared with anybody in their entire life. Right. And it's, it's a relief for them and it allows them to actually move forward over some of the things that may have happened to them in their lives. But to, to, uh, to answer your question, yeah, sometimes they are surprised um, at that question because they're like, what's the relevance between my feelings and my marriage and, and my business or my career? There's no relevance there. There's a fine line between personal life and business life um, and they're separate, which we know that it's not. It sounds like it can be sort of a breakthrough question that, you know, once they open their mind to thinking, okay, you know, the issue is me and my relationships and attitudes and, 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 uh, and, and ways of working um, as much or more than it is, uh, you know, problems in supply chain. <laughs> um, that, that gives you... I think that gives an individual the opportunity to actually start working on on, on these problems in an integrated way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what where it stems from. And I'll, I'll give you, I'll kind of share where I got started with this and how this kind of came about. When I was 17 years old, I was a personal trainer. Uh, I've always loved helping people ever since I was young. And I could give someone a great training plan and be there with them at the gym and help them train but that didn't mean that they would actually get results when they went home because they would go back to their normal life. They would maybe not eat as healthy and do the, do the right things on their own. And what I realized at that age was you can give someone a great plan. You can give them the exact steps that they need to take. That doesn't mean they're actually going to do it because it's how we work internally, our mental state, our emotional state. Um, even our health has a lot to do with whether we act on something or not. And that same principle applies to business. 80% of the work that we do with our clients is on the internal performance, how they think, how they feel, how they react to certain situations, how creative they are, their problem solving abilities, their mental attitudes, rather than the actual technical business knowledge. And this is what gives us an edge because you can go to a, 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 a you can say a typical advisory firm and they can give you strategies to help you grow your business, but that doesn't mean you're actually going to execute because you, just like me and everybody else, we're human beings. Life gets in the way. We need to learn how to get past those challenges in order for us to be successful in business. Um, so that is the big thing that we focus on. And when, when people realize that, when they realize that, hey, look, if I focus more on myself in terms of how I feel, how I think, and my perceptions, that's actually going to help my business. And once they start to see the results in that, they can help other people do the same. So it's a trick. It's a ripple effect that they have because now they're thinking differently and they're helping other people think differently as well. I'd love it, Pradeep, if you could give me sort of an example. And again, don't mention their names <laughs> or their library card numbers. Yep. Um, but, you know, if you could give me an example of someone who has, has, has made that kind of a breakthrough and Ryan, I'd love it if you would comment on that and whether that's something that the, the, the issue we're about to talk about, whether that's something you find relevant in, in, in your business experience. I think one of the big things is that, especially as men, we don't talk about emotions very much. So I'll give you a particular example. There was a gentleman that had, <clears throat> he had a successful business and he wanted it to be even more successful. And one of the first things that we take a look at is, okay, how, what are your goals like? What are your life goals like? What is your vision like for your life, your family? 
And when I asked him what his goals were, he had them written down and he was reading them out like it was, I don't know, like he was totally like lifeless. And I basically said, are you excited about your goals? Like, is there any excitement when you think about your goals or when you wrote, wrote down your goals? And he's like, yeah, you guess you could say that. And I said, well, you may want to tell your face that because I don't sense any excitement. There's no emotion behind them. So put some emotion behind them. If you're, if you're writing down goals and there's no emotion behind it, they're not the right goals. They're not the right goals. And so when he realized that, that he needed to have some emotion behind his goals because that, that was what was going to drive him to actually execute on the goals. He wasn't executing because he wasn't excited about them. And there's actually a lot of studies that have been done, Rick, about this in terms of emotional goal setting uh, at Stanford, where they show that the more emotions that you put into your goals, the more likely you are to achieve them because you're going to be more passionate, you're going to be more persistent, and you're going to be more creative in achieving them. So this is something that we help people with, and it's something that's very small. But here's this here's this gentleman that thought, you know, maybe there was something wrong with his team. Maybe there was something wrong with his strategy. Why was why weren't they executing well? And the biggest factor was because he wasn't excited about his goals. And because he wasn't excited as the leader of the organization about the goals that he wrote, his executive team wasn't getting excited. And how is anybody going to have the energy or drive to actually execute on something if no one is excited about it? So when he realized that it was based on his emotions or lack of, he actually made a change. So everything that he did going forward was about, okay, am I emotionally charged with this or not? And if it wasn't, then it wasn't worth him doing. Wow. It's a great story. Does that resonate with you at all, Ryan? Yeah, I think so. When, when Pradeep was talking, I kind of thought um, something that I kind of remind myself all the time. Is it, it, it all starts from within, right? And if you don't believe in yourself, then how else is other people going to believe in yourself as well? And I, I, I always like tell myself, dude, I'm a huge sports fan, so I always say like, um, like a championship team doesn't win a championship just with one superstar player. It takes like a cohesive unit to 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 make to build something special, to do something special. But you have to be the own MVP of your own team, right? And I think it kind of goes back to the emotion thing. You got to be passionate about what you want to do and i think uh, if you're real, if you're if you have your emotions in it and you're really passionate about what you're doing and you believe in yourself anything is really possible but uh, yeah i can definitely relate to that for sure and and sometimes um when i get the most stressed out i think it's because i'm i have to do things that i'm not really passionate about or that i don't really uh care about per se but i think when i'm really passionate about doing something that's when i'm not stressed that's when i want to work and um, and they, like the day flies by because you don't really realize all the time is gone because you're so busy doing what you you love to do, right? And I think um, what I realize when I do get stressed and when I uh, when <clears throat> when I do when I'm doing something is it, when I do get stressed is when I'm doing something that I'm not really passionate about. It. And I try to play a game with myself. What what can I do to make this more fun with me? What can I do to make it more enjoyable? And trying to flip it and reverse it and try to try to, to make it more fun more enjoyable you know i've noticed that the work that we do that we don't like it drags on and on it takes it takes three times mm -hmm. longer to do than an equivalent amount of work that you like so if you don't have a process yeah. for reversing that emotional response then it 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 just makes everything worse so i i i, I I, I love your solution. How do I make this more fun? How do I make this more interesting? Mental Health Awareness Month, one of the most concerning statistics that, 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 that I read was that men account for more than 75% of suicides in Canada. And I'm just wondering, Pradeep, in, 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 in your experience, you know, men don't initially go there. They don't like talking about their, their, their problems necessarily outside of what they consider to be whatever space safe space they they already have if any and Pradeep I'm just wondering how often mental health comes up in your work we've talked about the personal aspect but obviously to talk about mental health to be willing to talk about your own mental health is sort of another giant step uh, beyond that 
Yeah, definitely. I, and this is near and dear to my heart because my dad actually tried to commit suicide when I was younger and I was there immediately after. Um, and luckily he survived. Um, but I, I was a first-hand witness to that. I also was the first respondent to our neighbor committing suicide. So, uh, and unfortunately he was successful. So this is near and dear to my heart because I've seen people go through that. Uh, it is something that is real. It's something that affects us, especially as men. There's a common belief, and this is part of being a man, is that we are the protectors. We are the ones that are there for our families. We will put ourselves on the line regardless, which is noble, which is understandable. Um, but to what extent is a challenge? Because now people are putting themselves on the line for their career, for money. It's not physical safety anymore. It is all these other things that really don't have a lot. Well, I shouldn't say this. Um, I shouldn't say they don't have a lot to do because in today's society, they do. Status, career um, are very significant. Uh, if Especially when we take a look at suicide rates, a lot of it has to do with feeling like a failure, not feeling good enough. Um, and that may have to do with a person's financial status or their career status. We know that men face a lot of depression when they lose their careers or they even or even when they retire, when they transition into that next phase of life and they don't have a mission, a mission or purpose, which is, I think, one of the biggest things that we need to focus on more as men to overcome mental health and suicide is to have a stronger purpose, a purpose that's not directly tied to our career or tied to the money that we make, something that's more internal, whatever that purpose is. For me, for example, one of my main purposes is to be the best dad I can, to raise two healthy and happy children. That has nothing to do with the, my career, that has nothing to do with um, my status, um, just more of me as a father. So I think we need to be change our focus as men and I think, unfortunately, what we are being trained as, Rick, in today's society is, is to look at different things that don't have a lot of relevance in terms of our well-being. And I'm a firm believer also that we don't have the mentorship that we need. I think mental health would be significantly reduced if there was a support network for men where men felt comfortable, but also if we had better mentors growing up and part of our lives. I was... I was, uh, I was privileged, or uh, you can say there was something in my path where I had the benefit of having positive mentors. My grandfather was one, even my dad was one. I had uncles, um, my grandmother. I had these people in my life that were not social influencers. We're not talking about people on Instagram and social media that are uh, that are spending positive advice. We're talking about real life people that didn't have it's a lot of money, but they, yeah. yeah, they just had real wisdom. And their real wisdom taught me how to overcome adversity. And I think that's something that we need to focus on. Us, uh, us as men, we need to, A, look for mentors. This applies to women as well. But look for mentors when we're actually going through tougher times. But better yet, look for mentors when we're actually going through the good times because we'll have those mentors with us hopefully during the tough times. But we also, I believe, should mentor other men and the younger generation as well. I think if we did more in terms of mentoring other individuals, just one other person, one other, let's just say a teenage boy, what could that do for us? That's, that's a lot of people that we could impact. That's a lot of lives that we could do just by mentoring and sharing some of our wisdom with the next generation. So I think those are just some simple things that we can do as a society to help people overcome some of these mental health challenges. And is there a platform where one could start looking for mentors or opportunities to mentor others? Yeah, I, I think one of the things that I always say is just look for, again, just look for the people around us. I know each, if we're talking about mentoring someone else, there, our social circle, there is definitely one person that needs the help, for sure. We know of someone that is either having a challenging time in their relationship or challenging time in their business, or someone might be getting bullied at school. So look for that person, right? And it's, so finding a mentee, I think is easy. Finding a mentor is a little bit tougher, but I always encourage people to be proactive in this approach. Go out there and look for mentors. 
go out there and actually approach someone and say, hey, look, would you be willing to spend maybe a couple hours a month out of your time to maybe just give me some guidance and insight? And if you find the right person that is a good mentor, they will always say yes. <laughs> they will always say yes. Um, so, so that's what I, I encourage that. people to do. That's Sorry? Brilliant. I love that. It's brilliant. If you find the right person, they will always say yes. So yes. by doing your homework, you will be successful. Yes, exactly. That's a, that's a guarantee from Pradeep. <laughs> so uh, take that one to the bank. Uh, that's great advice. Thank you so much. I do think, though, that we need a national platform. And I, I know there's all kinds of issues around privacy and security around yeah. um, have a, around platforms where people meet each other. <laughs> but it would be great if there was some way that, that potential mentors and mentees could actually uh, find each other, especially if you live in a community where there may not uh, be an obvious number of people out there who could, who, who could mentor you if you're in a specialty business, such as say a fashion business in a mining community. Yeah. I know there are specific communities. Um, if we talk, there's a ton of groups for women. There are. There's a lot of groups for women, not that many for men. Um, this is becoming more and more popular, actually. Uh, we've actually created a group. It's called The Complete Man. Um, and we work specifically with business-oriented or bus uh, family-oriented businessmen. So those, those could be career men or businessmen, but there's an aspect of business, um, but also family life as well. So we've created a community around that. There's other communities, actually. One of my, my peers in the U.S., uh, he's got a community called The Front Row Dads which specifically focuses around how to be a great dad. And so th there's, there's different communities that are coming about um, for men around this, but I think you're right. There needs to be more awareness uh, in the general public um, to be able to do this. Ryan, do you have a mentor or mentors? I think, I think it's very similar to Pradeep growing up. I, uh, my, my parents were very, very influential. My grandma, and all my buddies and my brothers as well. And, and I think I, I try to surround myself with the best people possible. But um, yeah, I think I think it's just the people that are closest to me and, and, and my closest friends. I think I, I, I have I gained so much inspiration from them and, 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 and like indirectly, they motivate me every day to, to be better and to do better as well. And um, them, them doing their everyday life, I think it's, it's what motivates me. I think seeing them like getting married and having kids and, and, and doing so well at their jobs, I think that kind of motivates me and, and sharing those experiences with them as well, right? And, and bouncing ideas off them and talking to the right people and trust and having the people that you really trust in your life, I think that makes a huge difference. And I think it's very similar uh, to Pradeep. Is, is I've always had a lot of mentors kind of under my nose and I've been very, very fortunate to be able to do so. Fantastic. And Ryan, are, have you considered becoming a mentor to others? Because I think you'd be amazing. Yeah, I think, I think, <clears throat> I, I don't know if I'm like a, like, a, like, a, I, I, I can't think of the word, but, um, but yeah, there's definitely people that, that come to me and, and ask questions and advice and, and, and different things like that. And I love helping people um, and, 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 and people reach out to me and, and, uh, and I try to help as much as possible for sure. But, um, yeah, I definitely love when I have time and, and, and when people reach out and ask, I definitely love to, to help. And if I can help one person, uh, it, it makes it all worth it. That's great. Thank you guys for this conversation, for opening up and talking about things that we don't normally talk about as men or on this podcast either. So I, I really appreciate, uh, your, your support on this. I'll just f close out by asking each of you, you have any final words of advice or maybe a resource you'd like to share with our audience that could better support them in their business journeys and their mental health? Sure. I, I would say there's, um, just like Ryan, there's a lot of pe positive people out there. There's a lot of people out there that want to help. Uh, and so I would always encourage um, anyone out there who is facing challenges to reach out to someone. I think that's the biggest thing that I can say because the network is out there. People want to help. Um, and it's amazing what can happen when you have the right people by your side. You can change things almost instantaneously. It's like a completely different energy around you. Um, and in order to make a difference, in order to change your life, you also have to make change as well. 
So that may require you to change mm -hmm. your the people that are around you, your social circle. Um, we are not obligated to really be stuck with anybody, even though we may have some family, for example, that we say, hey, they're family, we have to be associated with them. But having the right people around you will have a direct impact on your life. Um, and imagine what it could be when you get to the point, if you're struggling with someone or something right now, where you're strong enough to help someone else as well. I think the ripple effect would be amazing. Ryan, you get the last word. Yeah, yeah. I think when it comes to mental health, like one of my favorite quotes that I like sometimes, uh, if if you get down and and different things like that, I think it's 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 you haven't come this far to come this far. And I think uh, like you, everyone has their bad days, but I think it's important to learn from those bad days and try to get better and utilize it as learning experiences to make your your better days that much better. And every single day, um, it kind of sounds cheesy, but it's a gift, right? And uh, and, and, and I think yesterday already passed and I think it's important to learn from yesterday and, 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 and improve for today and try to get, uh, be better than you were yesterday and try to always try to improve and, and to have that, that mindset that just to keep going and to, to no matter how hard it gets, it, it always gets better. And I, like Pradeep said as well, it's, it's all about your environment. I think I'm a strong believer of you're a product of your own environment. And I think if, if, if you have the right environment, you're able to grow and you're able to succeed as much as possible. And I think the funnest part for me is uh, <clears throat> when, when I'm able to be, when I, when I am successful, it's fun to, to bring the people that I love along for a ride as well. And I think it's not just me that's successful. It's everyone around me. I think it's a whole group effort. And I think if you have that mentality to have the, the, Right people around you and and to, to to enjoy life with the people that you love it makes it so much more enjoyable so much more funner that's great i love your attitude and i love what you said right at the top of the show i think it's a slogan on your shirt that i'm going to order work hard have fun make history was that it Did yeah that right with that whole idea it's like yeah yeah exactly for that i i what i thought about it is it's important to work hard but it's also it's important to have the work ethic, but it's also important to have fun and reap the rewards of your hard work. And eventually you'll make history in your own way. And I think everyone has the ability to do so. Um, it's important to kind of run your own race, do your own thing. And, and, and eventually everything will work out in the best way possible. That's a great way to go out. Thank you so much. Keep on keeping on. Keep shedding your light. And keep giving out your wisdom. You're great. Thanks, Rick. Thank you, Rick. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Startup Canada podcast. This show is produced by Lauren Hicks and Maddie Stiles, and it's made possible by the support of MasterCard and Scotiabank. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Until next week, I'm your host, Rick Spence.